It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is America's Trucking Network with Steve Summers. Thank you much. Welcome back on a Tuesday. I hope your week's off to a good start. All that fun stuff. Some of the industry headlines coming up here. Traveler's Weather, a service of our friends at Hot Shots Diesel Extreme. The premium six-in-one diesel additive containing the most concentrated detergent formula on the market. You'll find Hotshot Diesel Extreme at TA, Petro, Pilot Locations, and always at hotshotsecret.com. And we need to give some Hotshot Secret away, don't we? We do. When shall we do that? It's like, now's as good a time as ever? I like it. You like that idea? All right. Shall we have them call the 749-7000 number? Yeah. That's the the 513-749-7000. I got a couple of bottles here. Hot Shots Diesel Extreme. Try it out. Let me see here. Let me pull up my little cheat sheet uh, from Chris Gabrelchik at Hot Shot Secrets. Some of the key benefits you'll find for using Hot Shots Diesel Extreme. Uh, it also includes a powerful cetane improver. Improving your diesel's cetane rating by seven points, which will improve combustibility, horsepower, and fuel economy. Key feature number three, Diesel Extreme will safely remove and prevent internal diesel injector deposits, external diesel injector deposits, EDIDs, and other forms of varnish and deposits that cause scarring and wear. Diesel Extreme reduces the number of diesel particulate filter regen cycles. Uh, your regen, it, it'll reduce regen cycles by up to 50%. And key feature number five, restores throttle response, improves fuel lubricity, increases your fuel economy, improves hard starts, eliminates excessive black smoke. Retail value thirty two ninety five. We will need your actual name and address, and uh, we'll get that up to Chris, and I'll send it out to you. Yeah, postage paid, right? Straight to your home. Uh, this would be a two quart bottle of Hot Shot Secret Diesel Extreme. There you go. All right, back to our traveler's weather, which that's where we got started, right? Uh, the tropics really quieted down here a few days ago. I'm going to put a couple of these on hold, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're on hold, hang on. Jeff will get to you in a moment. Uh, the base of the 2020 hurricane season came to a, just a screeching halt last week. But according to forecasters, it's ready to fire up again later this week. 
uh, the pause after we saw a flurry of activity. Uh, Tropical Storm Beta weakened over the south after it unleashed that torrential rain over Texas. Uh, Hurricane Teddy lost its tropical status before it hit Atlantic Canada. Uh, Meanwhile, Paulette weakened for a second time after it had regenerated near the Azores. Uh, It was September 24th, and that marked the first day since September the 6th, or 18 days, that we didn't have any sort of a tropical cyclone spinning in the Atlantic Basin. How about that? All right, the current lull is forecast to last through at least Thursday, but uh, more early formation records are probably still going to fall this season. A tropical disturbance interacting with a a broad counterclockwise wind pattern over Central America is going to cause low pressure to form over the northwestern Caribbean late this week. And during the weekend, uh, that area, a 50-50 chance of evolving into an organized tropical feature Coming up next weekend, uh, a vast area of strong breezes or wind shear was going to be the main factor keeping uh, the Atlantic quiet uh, into the end of this week. Now, if a system forms or develops over the Northwest Caribbean, uh, there's a range of scenarios for its potential movement. It could drift inland over southern Mexico. It could wander around over the Gulf of Mexico, or it could hitch a northward ride toward Florida And the eastern seaboard of the U.S., probably, we're looking toward the second week of October. And, of course, thousands of miles out to the east, we got a strong tropical wave moving off the west coast of Africa this Friday, uh, which could develop uh, this weekend or early next week. Watch in the tropics. All right, rolling up on 14 past the hour. Under the industry headlines, what are we looking at here from our friends at OOIDA? While the Guilty by Association Truck Show live stream event is in the rearview mirror now, uh, OIDA's tour trailer heads to Indiana, and then we've got a couple of stops here in the state of Ohio. Uh, for today and tomorrow, the 29th and 30th, uh, the Clayton, Indiana TA Travel Center. Uh, it's at I-70 and State Road 59. Exit 59 from I-70. Uh, Clayton is less than 30 miles southwest of Indianapolis. Uh, this particular TA has 100 parking spots for trucks. Your Country Pride dining room is open 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. Uh, Clayton's in, of course, the Hoosier State. Uh, the nickname with no clear etymology, the most substantive source of the name is that Hoosier was used in part of the South back in the 1800s for woodsmen or rough hill people. Uh, Those sort of people were considered uncouth or (laughs) ill-mannered people. How about that? The word derives from the Anglo-Saxon word who, meaning hill or high, uh, that evolved to Hoosier in the Cumberland, England dialect. Well, okay. If you see the tour trailer, stop by, say hi to John Osborne. He always enjoys visiting uh, with uh, members or non-members. He'll try to get you to become a member. And he's typically got copies of Landline Magazine. Uh, You can get free face masks. And you can get uh, forms for uninsured drivers to get flu shots, shingles, and pneumonia vaccines. 
Yeah, right there. Following the visit there in Clayton, looks like the next stop will be Monday and Tuesday in Hebron, Ohio. Okay. Looking at 16 past the hour, it's 888-860-8785 here on America's Trucking Network. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. Kyle Busch finished sixth Sunday night in the South Point 400 at his home track in Las Vegas. His brother, Kurt, gets the victory. The driver of the number 18 Toyota with Marty Snyder on NBCSN. How about for your brother, Kurt? I saw the little love tap after the checkered flag. Kind of cool to see one of you guys win here at Vegas. You've done it before. Now he's finally done it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know, uh, I got my win here a long time ago, and we've both always struggled here. We've always never been very good here, he would admit probably, but... Um, you know, it's pretty cool to see him finally get a, a victory here at Las Vegas and um, score a hometown win. You know, that that's it's kind of like a Daytona 500 win, but he's got one of those. So he's yeah. still one up me again. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to uh, figure out if we can get a win this year, right? This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. Sake Dennison reporting for ATN. From the email bag, Steve at 700WLW.com. Uh, let me see. Start with this. Stumbled on a great video online. An evening with Judge Amy Coney Barrett from the Notre Dame Law School. Uh, it's a 40-minute video where she's interviewed by a moderator about her personal life. Now, this was done after she was appointed judge, but before her Supreme Court nomination. She is incredibly down-to-earth, grounded, pro-woman's advancement, family-oriented, a wonderful human being with a truly good soul. After watching it, the only reason I think somebody doesn't vote for her is out of pure political spite. I highly recommend everyone take time to watch the video, get to know her as a person. You will find you have more in common with her than you would expect. Uh, thank you. Always moving. Uh, then a message from uh, from Mitko said, I heard uh, Laura talking about the speed limits in the construction zones. Uh, I work for the largest road builder in Cincinnati. I drive a green truck, and I'm about three miles south of you as I type this. The state dictates what the speed limit is through all stages of construction. Uh, it's not our choice, and the limits would be lower if they were. Uh, I was on I-75 about 10 years ago when a Goldwing motorcycle rear-ended a loaded dump truck uh, just south of 73 in Franklin. The motorcycle's speed was estimated in excess of 100 miles per hour. The speed limit was 65. After a three-day shutdown by the state, we were allowed to lower the speed limit to 55. I think there were actually five fatalities in the early stages of that particular job. Wow. People dying in the construction zones. Hello, Pollock John. Mr. Steve, I, uh, you've heard that, you've heard that added, uh, Right place at the right time. Yes. I was telling Mr. Jeff, I had just, I turned the radio on to try to listen to you a couple times tonight, but the static 
and so on had been so bad coming out of Michigan for some reason, I couldn't, I couldn't get you. So I thought, well, I'm going to try one more time since I'm down around Columbus. And, and I thought, well, I'll turn the radio. I turned it on just as you guys had started back up and you talking about, uh, when, 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 we to, when we're going to give some, uh, uh hot sauce cheeses away. I yeah. Will, and we'll do it now. And I said, son of a gun, I'm going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Yeah, I got a couple. I got two funnies for you. You want? You, I, you, I haven't given you any funnies for a while. It's You're been ready? a while since we heard from you, John. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first one, uh, I was in Walmart the other day, and uh, there was a lady uh, looking through the frozen turkey and she couldn't find one big enough. But she found a stock boy, and she walked over to him says, uh, do these turkeys get any bigger? And with a straight face, he looked at her and said, no, ma'am, they're dead. It made my day. <laughs> <laughs> and this other one, my ex, I was married for about 30 years. We got divorced about 10 years ago. And she's, we're, we're friends. She's always sending me stuff. And she sent me this the other night. And I laughed about it. I'm going to have to call Steve and tell this. Says my wife yelled from upstairs and asked, "Do you ever get a stabbing pain across your body like someone's got a voodoo doll of you and they're stabbing it?" I replied, "No." She responded, "How about now?" <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So if you <laughs> if you're getting a stabbing pain there, you know sometimes while you're working through the night. When you get home in the morning, you might want to check some drawers in your bed. See if the wife got the voodoo doll out. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I just thought I'd run them. I just thought I'd run those by you. Okay. Hey, thanks for listening in, Polak John. Don't be right. a stranger. All right, we'll chat again. Looking at twenty-four past the hour. Uh, police are blaming a colossal brake failure after a tractor trailer rolled into the side of a Japanese restaurant Friday. About 2 o'clock this past Friday in uh, Port Angeles, Washington. Uh, The tractor trailer was stopped at Thurman Supply on East Front Street to make one of its final deliveries when the driver locked the air brakes and headed into the trailer. As the driver worked inside the trailer, the air brakes on the tractor apparently failed Sending the the nearly empty truck rolling down a steep hill. Now, the truck driver initially thought it was an earthquake. He had no idea what was happening. He he threw himself onto a pallet to ride it out. Uh, As the rig rolled, it struck a nearby pickup truck, spun it around, and pushed it partway down the hill which knocked the pickup truck driver to the ground. The semi then rolled through an alley and onto the into the side of a Japanese restaurant where it came to a stop four feet inside the lobby. Driver of the pickup taken to a nearby hospital, minor injuries. Officials say that because there was very little weight at the back of the tractor trailer, the brakes on the trailer were unable to stop yeah, the heavy tractor from rolling off. Uh, the officer Johnson points out that while still an unfortunate event, the situation could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah, if that had happened while he was driving, uh, 
that could have been a mass casualty event. Uh, the way this actually unfolded, had we had the lowest volume of damage, but I see the photograph here, the truck trailer sticking out of the side of the building. That's a USF Holland truck. Now, some of those trucks have really yeah, been needing to be replaced for a number of years. Aren't they in the process of trying to get some new equipment there? Yeah, USF Holland, that's part of the YRC Worldwide community. What's going on, Crazy Nate? Hey there, Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. What's been happening? Oh, not much. Sorry, I had you on the old uh, speaker there. I had to turn you off. How you doing, Ty? Hanging with them. Well, you know, there's a lot of things I want to talk about, you know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, I want to say first, I, I, I know you got that uh, delay there. If I say something out of line, you know, I know you can cut it. But, um, you know, there, this election coming up, you know, we got Donald Trump and Joe Biden, creepy Joe, <laughs> you know, and um, are, are you still there? Yo, yo. You haven't okay. said anything offensive yet. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, we all know about the, uh, about you know, the behind the veil thing, if you want to call it that. Is that is that when we don't want to go there, right? Yeah, this. Never mind the Illuminati. Okay, it's... so we're up to news update time, and it's eight 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 six zero eighty seven eighty five eight six zero T R U K. I I know there's been scenarios unfolding like this in other you know, states around the country. A lot of people frustrated with these. Yeah, mandates and orders uh, is charges maybe going to be filed against Mike DeWine? We'll give you the rest of the story coming up. Respect. Once you've earned it. So what is the rest of the story you say? Yeah, there's one conservative lawmaker taking his frustration over the coronavirus health orders here in Ohio to a new level. Uh, demanding criminal charges be filed against Mike DeWine, a, a fellow Republican, no less. Uh, John Becker is a Republican from Cincinnati, says DeWine has exceeded his authority under state law as well as the Ohio and U.S. constitutions, issuing orders, restrict... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dean Ohioans movement and activities. Uh, he made his demand in Claremont Municipal Court under a provision of state law allowing private citizen affidavits. Now, a reviewing prosecutor dismissed the request for charges almost immediately. Spokesman for DeWine said, uh, this is absurd. But Becker filed to have the prosecutor charge DeWine with 10 different crimes. 
including engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity, complicity, inducing panic, interfering with civil rights. Becker said in an interview, DeWine has assumed dictatorial powers, stuck his thumb in the eye of the General Assembly. Now, Becker, who is term-limited, not running for re-election, is also spearheading an effort to impeach DeWine. Right now, he has four backers among the 99 House lawmakers. Uh, DeWine spokesman said, okay, if this were serious, I'd have a comment. Because it's patently absurd, I do not. (laughs) Claremont County Municipal Clerk. Uh, forwarded Becker's complaint to the county prosecutor uh, who reviewed it and rejected it. I I don't think policy decisions can be criminalized. These are policy matters, not a criminal charge. Despite the extreme nature of Becker's move, he's not alone among conservative critics of DeWine. House and Senate lawmakers have introduced well over a dozen bills since back in March trying to limit DeWine's ability to respond to the virus Uh, through the issuance of public health orders and other emergency measures. uh, One of those was a Senate bill prohibiting criminal penalties for violations of state or local health orders related to the pandemic. Uh, That even got to DeWine's desk back in July when he vetoed it. He said, in the midst of a pandemic, now's not the time to change tactics and impede health officials and their ability to protect the people of Ohio. Uh, Last week, he said that should it arrive on his desk, he would veto a bill that's moving through the legislature that would prohibit health department quarantine and isolation orders uh, to apply to people who have not been exposed or diagnosed with the disease. He said that would also handcuff future handcuff future governors and future health directors yeah, from trying to address disease outbreaks. So it's it's not only some of the people in Ohio not real happy you know, with these continued orders and limitations on gatherings and all that. It's even some in the in the house. Hello, Stinger. Well, hail salami bacon and praise the Lord. Good morning, my brother from another mother. How you doing, buddy? Uh, not too bad. Week's off to an okay start. Did you get a, you get a chance to enjoy some of the weekend, though? Because it was an awesome weekend. It was beautiful. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. I spent the whole day Saturday just fishing and drinking. It was awesome. Went there with a, an empty stringer and a full cooler of beer and left with an empty cooler and a full stringer. <laughs> there you go. That's the best way. That's the best fishing day you can have right there. Uh, now, this whole, now, and, and I'm sure some people are going to find this odd, but I actually think that these masks, these mask mandates are spreading the virus faster than anything else. Let's look at the facts, people, and what they've been telling us. This virus can travel six feet. Okay, before it lands on the ground. Apparently, the, the heavier uh, 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 mm-hmm. droplets. Some of the other ones can stay airborne a little bit farther. So we should wear masks and stay six feet apart lest something land on us. However, I don't know if anybody else has made these observations like I have because I like to people watch because we're an interesting little species. Anyways, 
and I'm sure you have seen this too. Just go to your local Walmart and stand out in the parking lot and watch. You're going to see people get out of their car, reach in their pocket, grab a mask. As they walk in the store, they're going to put it on. Then they're going to now they're going to walk right by the hand sanitizing station, not use it. Then they're going to walk through the store and pick up and touch items all over the place and other other parts of the store. And then they're going to hand all this stuff to the cashier. And they're going to handle it and move it around and touch it and all that. And then they're going to go and grab these bags with their hands, and they're going to go outside. And the first thing they're going to do is grab that mask with those hands and take it off and do what we were told not to do. Put your hands by your face. You know, because you're not supposed to have your hands up there because you're exposing your eyes and your nose and your mouth. And when you watch this, go to the gas station. You're going to see the same thing. Somebody get out of their car, not wipe down the handle, not wipe down the keypad, use the whole machine, pump their gas, walk up to the store, put the mask on, walk in, grab the handle, grab all this stuff, walk out. First thing they do is take their hand, grab it up by their face, and take the mask off. Now, if this isn't spreading the virus, I, I don't know how it's not, because we're literally doing everything they're telling us not to do. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've said similar, similarly, that I can, you know, first thing I do is take it off, and it ends up, you know, typically I get in the car, put it up above the visor, or throw yep. it on the passenger seat. Now, I, I, ha- I, you know, I don't replace it every day, but I try to replace it every few days, you know, but... Exactly, but still, you're... you're but you're I've, by then, I've used it a dozen different times. And, and how many things have you touched without gloves? Or oh, hand I, you know, I, I haven't worn gloves since March. I mean, when it, when, exactly. the first, when it first started, everybody went out and got rubber gloves, and we had our rubber gloves on when you went into Kroger to touch the cart and all that. And yep. I don't think they're and even wiping down the carts anymore. They're, they're not. Like you said, I watched a kid at, at Walmart. He's just standing there counting people. He's supposed to be wiping the carts down, and he's supposed to be offering hand sanitizer. He's sitting there on his phone, just checking his Facebook account, counting the people as they come in. But but they're they're not doing. I mean, it, I have yet to see one person walk into Walmart, use a hand sanitizer, wipe down his cart, grab all of his stuff, and, and and while he's grabbing it, literally sanitizing it as he's putting it in the cart. After the cashier touches it, sanitizing it again before he takes it out of the store, and then after he touches the door handle to get out, sanitizing his hands again. I have yet to see one person actually do this. I'm sure there are a few OCD individuals out there that that's part of their life, and they're loving this because it's giving them a reason to be OCD. However... If this, if this isn't helping to spread the virus, you know, because what is it? Bashir just said, oh, we just had 5,000 new cases and, you know, Kentuckians aren't doing No, it's, it's because it, we're counteracting the things that you're telling us we're supposed to be doing. You tell us to do one thing, and then the solution you give us is the complete opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. So how does this work? How are we supposed to actually get rid of this so-called virus that has still killed, according to the CDC, less than 9,500 people only from the virus. Everybody else had something else right, wrong with the them. comorbidities. Yeah. Anyways, exactly. So literally less than 9,500 people in our country have died literally only from this virus. And yet we're supposed to take all of these precautions and then now when you look at the precautions, you're like, wait a minute, you're telling me to keep moving my hand up to my face to put this mask on and off, exposing my my eyes are still, are still exposed, but we're supposed to not touch our face? 
So how, how I, so am I supposed to take the mask off with my feet? Am I supposed to train huh. a dog to take the mask well, off? Well, I mean, maybe, maybe, is that why the people that are driving their car with the mask on all by themselves have it on because they put it on and don't want to touch yeah. it again? I actually saw. I saw, and I saw one of these. Literally, a lady driving her car, gloves on, windows up, mask on, only one in the car. It's like, okay, now see, now that's an OCD individual. That's somebody that's got issues, all right, or or is really, really, really cautious. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want, how you want to live, more power to you. I only put mine on because I love my wife. She has a little heart condition. I, I, it's, it's a precautionary thing. I just want to make sure. You know, if it's a chance, don't take it. All right. So, but it just seems like when you look at all of the things they're telling us and you look at all the facts according to the CDC, this makes no sense. And I think we've been duped and we've been duped big time by the media and by the so-called scientists that seem to, and it still seems odd to whenever they bring somebody on, they're always a former. I've yet to see them actually bring people on that are on the job. It's very rare when you see them bring somebody on to talk about this whole pandemic or this virus that actually has a job. They're always, well, the former person of this or the former head of, it's like, I don't want to talk to the guy who got fired. I want to talk to the guy who's working today. That's the guy I want to hear from. But it just seems like when you when you put all these things together and you look at everything that's happening, you know, with the coin shortage and all of these things, there is some kind of a weird little thing going on here with the American people that either either they're testing us or they're literally trying to find out who the troublemakers are and who the ones who are going to be compliant and easy to manipulate. Yeah. That's, that's how I'm seeing it, at least. How far they can push things to some extent. All right, Stinger, hey, we got to get to a timeout here. Uh, we'll return right after this on America's Trucking Network. So here in this town, we've got uh, what is known as Buskin Bakery, famous for their cookies. And I guess right now they've got uh, the, the presidential cookie poll going on. I remember they did this back in 2016 as well. You had, uh, you had the Trump cookies or the Hillary cookies. And right now, of course, you, you got your Biden cookies and your Trump cookies. And in the middle, they've got their regular old traditional smiley face cookies. Can you vote for Fiona? They had a really good Fiona cookie as well. I, I guess there's not not a limit to one cookie per person, but in this particular, this is at the UDF, the corner of Pleasant Valley and 42, and there's no Trump cookies left, and all the Biden cookies are still full. <laughs> so, you know the thing. Now, one person, I guess, could have gone in and bought all the Trump cookies, right? Just in one failed swoop. At two ninety nine a piece, three bucks a pop. So, but they really are good cookies. This doesn't really play to the cookie part of the story, but did you try the ice cream-filled donuts this summer that Buskin had? No. Absolutely amazing. They took donuts, and they put Grater's ice cream in them. I hope they bring them back next summer. They were absolutely phenomenal. Like soft-serve ice cream or something? No, Grater's. Like, actual, like, they put in, like, raspberry. Firm, regular, I mean, chilled ice cream. Oh, yeah. It was just soft enough, like in the middle of the of the donut, that whenever you ate it, it didn't like you know shock your teeth. Yeah, so it was more like an ice cream sandwich kind of. Yeah. 
kind of thing. Okay. It was pretty good. That's a unique. I never heard of that. Ice cream filled donuts. What do they think of next? And about nine before the hour. Okay, we got to get uh, caught up here. Back in two on America's Trucking Network. Yeah, I actually had this story printed up. I see Brain Dead had this in on his Institute for Darwin Awards. Yeah, it could end up in our yeah, Dumbass of the Week finalists later this week, coming up on Friday. And apparently the guy had to move. You know, moving is one of the my least favorite things in life. Yeah, the idea of having to pack everything up. It's such a pain in the you-know-what. But this guy was... Moving more than just his personal belongings. He's trying to move his house. <laughs> An actual, actual mobile home. I, I guess he thought he could do it all by, all by himself. Uh, shortly after 11.30 p.m., uh, the Redding, Redding's Mill Fire Department responding to a reported crash. Well, as they were traveling south on Missouri 86... They had to stop because the road was blocked by a mobile home. Yeah, stuck in the ditch. Uh, The guy was towing his mobile home uh, with his pickup truck. At first, it seemed unbelievable. And it still seems like it didn't happen. But we witnessed, we witnesses this with our Joplin News first live broadcast. The 70-foot single-wide mobile home on a metal frame being towed about midnight uh, from some unknown location in Kansas trying to move to Missouri. (laughs) Okay, the road they were trying to turn on is a treacherous turn, even in a normal vehicle, they say. So, yeah, I'm just trying to move my home. Just trying to get it to point A to point B. And they say technically that uh, they're not going to issue any sort of a citation or anything because nothing was damaged and no one was injured. Okay, they do say that I'm not, not sure what sort of fines he could face for not having the permits uh, to try and move the mobile home. But, I mean, the normal process, you get... You get pre-approval. You got a map of what road you can take. Usually, uh, utility companies have to sign off on it because you have low-hanging lines and things like that. You typically have the escort. And all that stuff uh, adds up to a lot of money. He was just trying to save on the cost of moving. What's happening, Philip? Oh, not much. Uh, and not only does the, all that permits cost so much, the guy that has the special truck, that tows a mobile home. If you don't have that truck, that toter truck, forget it. You're you're out to lunch. So uh, his, there's a re- you don't think his pickup truck was going to get it done, dude? Those guys, believe it or not, back in the day, those little toter trucks that they used for those mobile homes, they were almost as much as a tractor is today. I mean, it's crazy. And this, I'm talking like in the '80s and the '90s, but that truck. It's that, that truck, there's no telling how much a toter truck costs now for a mo- mobile home. And you know you're a redneck when you help your brother take his uh, wheels off his house. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Uh, getting the stinger's little comment there about people and the way they are with their hands and all that stuff. Um, he should have my job where I'm at every day. <laughs> and um, people, the big thing that I see out of this, everybody is, there's, there's a lot of us out there that are rebellious in what we do. And we get kind of defiant when somebody starts throwing rules down on us. But it's something that pretty much we've had to do all along, and nobody's really paid attention to it. We're, we're supposed to be clean, folks. I mean, come on. How many guys, Steve, honestly, have you went to the restroom and seen guys not wash their hands going in and going out? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, and that's just... That's just basic stuff. You know what I mean? That's not has nothing to do with COVID or anything like that. Okay, and as far as Walmart goes, what he was talking about, the carbs. Okay, that guy that's counting or that girl that's counting, they're not required to clean the carts. They're required to count people. The people that clean the carts is they have a cart guy or a cart girl that goes out there. They get the carts out of the lot. They bring them up, they spray them, they wipe the handles. As far as the hand sanitizer goes, that's at the front door. You can use it if you want to. Now, I'm going to tell you what, at Disney, where I work at, people want to get as much as they can out of any company. How many people go to Walmart before this, and they had little wipes for the cart, and they'll go and take 20 wipes out of the cart? Right, yeah, yeah, right, and then you stuff them in a little plastic bag and shove it in the purse or whatever. (laughs) You're right. Every pause there on ATN. This is News Radio 700 WL. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.